1: Today we have a bonus edition. We're going to answer some listener questions. How are you doing today, Matt? Pretty good. I have a lot of questions for you. Can you help fix my startup? I'm not going to answer your questions unless you post them on the Startup Hustle Facebook chat. So you're not going to answer my questions,
0: <laughs> but i got going to answer everybody else's? Yeah, that's right, because those okay. are the rules. So anyway, right. what we did, uh,
1: oh, I don't know, a week or so ago, is we asked the participants in the Startup Hustle chat, which, by the way, if you're listening, we'd really love to see you there. Um, so we had a couple questions that I thought were uh, warranted a response, and the first came from Senue Montoya of DroneQuote.net. Now, first off, I want to thank this guy because he's probably been one of our most active participants in the Startup Hustle chat. And you just really, I, I think this guy's got good stuff coming to him because he's, he's got a lot of hustle. A lot of getting a lot of good karma, got a lot of good hustle going on. I think so, man. He seems to feel like he wants to put in the work. So, what he wanted some comments on were some of the things that entrepreneurs don't like to talk about. Like, and you know what? I think this is a great topic because, you know, I think a lot of us have doubts and feel the ups and downs. I think
0: that's something you and I have talked enough about. What do you think, Matt? Well, you know that couch in your office that I regularly come in and I lay down and uh, you pretend to be my psychiatrist? Yeah. You're talking about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. 'Cause that's a real, real yeah, thing. no. That's a, that is definitely a real thing, and there's no doubt about that. And uh, when we're done recording this, can I uh, get a few minutes of your time on yeah. the couch? Yeah. Oh, that didn't sound good. That did sound <laughs> a little weird, but I will listen to
1: all of your complaints. But so here's the thing that that Sunye had talked about, and it's you know, kind of the you know, negative thoughts or self-doubt, and even, you know, a feeling of sometimes that depressing feeling of needing
0: to learn a whole lot. It's all really normal. Well, I think you don't know what you don't know, and you're you're fighting different battles every day. I mean, uh, and as your company goes from being a startup to growing and and hitting your you know those growth stages, all along those uh, different milestones, you're you're going to have to learn new things, right? I mean. I've I've got a business that's getting hundreds of new leads a, a month, but I'm trying now to get to more. How do I get to thousands of new leads, right. right? That's a whole different lever than when you're trying to get your first lead.
1: I, I think one of the things though is you know, when you jump and build wings and you've decided to do something entrepreneurial, you're you're guaranteed to have some riveting life change. You know, not only from your personal schedule, but your finances and mm-hmm. you know, even you know, let's we've discussed this before. The reality is is you're probably not not getting a giant bag of cash to start your completely non-existent concept. So you're going to go through a lot of stuff. And, you know, I don't think there's anything pleasant
0: about watching the numbers in your bank account shrink. No, and I've, I've long said that I think entrepreneur is like French for meaning depressed all the time or something. Yeah.
1: I, I, you know, my favorite band, Humphreys McGee, has a line in a song that says, I'm well endowed with all the doubt I need. And I feel I feel that way a lot when it comes to you know what I do and you know if you're not waking up in the middle of the night going, "Oh shit, what have I done?" then you're probably not really doing something or you're probably not on the verge of doing something amazing I think it's I think it's really common to do that. Have you had that that three well, am
0: wake up call Matt I, I I think that might be a little bit of a litmus litmus test of are the expectations set high enough or not, right? right? If your expectations are really high of like, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. You're going to have those moments where if you, if you aren't hustling that hard and you're like, shit's just kind of floating in the wind, then you're never going to get that way. Right. It's just like,
1: I don't know, just whatever kind of happens, happens. And, you know, any any early stage business and actually probably any stage business is ridden with moments of negativity. You know, things don't work. Um, I think we have come to the conclusion that no software fully works, um, whether you're running a retail store or regardless of what you're doing. As a business owner or manager or anybody, you're dealing with, you know, the, the moments when people aren't happy about something or something isn't going right are usually going to stick out a little more than the times when things go well. It's, you know, you can have 99 things go well and then something blows up and that's what you're going to oftentimes remember. Now, me personally, I've, I've had to train myself to not dwell on the
0: negativity, and, well, I think what you can't get hold, held up on is um, just making shit work. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of successful companies that behind the scenes are held together with duct tape and bubble gum. Like and a little piece of kite string or something. Terrible yeah. processes, yeah. right? Like, But it, somehow yeah. or other it just works. And that's one of the, the struggles of Being a a developer, an engineer, a startup, a business owner, all those things, ideally you want things to be perfect, but the truth is that shit's never perfect. It just either works or it doesn't.
1: Yeah, I remember a long time ago when, you know, this was before I was doing my own thing and, you know, I was managing a section of 17 different retail stores and I said to my my boss, I said, man, I just can't get all these stores to go well at the same time. And he literally laughed out loud. He said, you never will. You know, and and that's, I think that's the same, I've, I've rolled with that experience, you know, down the road and just kind of realized that if everything is going well,
0: you're probably not paying attention. Is that fair? Yeah. And so a good example of this, I just signed up for a product called Hull that we're using at Stackify that is really cool that we take all our customer data and put it in one place. We can do some cool segmentation and all this stuff and um i signed up and it wasn't working the right way and so i started beating on their support staff i'm like what the hell why am i paying for this shit it doesn't work and come to find out their developers decided to upgrade from one version of node.js to the next version or and something broke Shit of broke everywhere right, right. and they didn't even know it yeah like i was the one who figured it out did you try to sell them sacrifice yeah that's that's a good question we don't support node.js yet but um, I told him, like, dude, am I like your freaking QA team? But you know what? They fix it, and I'm still happy. Yeah, right. I'm still their customer. Yeah, I, I just want the shit to work. I run into that with Gigabook. You know, people point stuff
1: out, and you know the way that we approach it is we always say, "Thank you for bringing this to our attention."
0: Thank you for bringing this to our attention. It's feedback like this that helps us make this better. Well, and a lot of your biggest fans are also your biggest critics. Right. And you just have to make it work and. They'll be happy. Yeah,
1: and when you think about your clients, your customers, your users, and your employees, you know, they want things to go well. I mean, I don't think, you know, every now and then you got to turn the page on someone on that list that I just mentioned, and sometimes that's the healthy thing to do. Now, on a final note in regards to the negativity, look, it's not productive. Um, You know, everybody listening's heard, you know, bring me solutions, not problems. So you got to really kind of turn the page on that. Um, You know, negative thought process is never going to win. And you just have to kind of catch yourself in those moments. And, you know, in in my book, Balance Me, I actually talk about this and I use this concept that I call replacement. And you have to catch yourself in the moments where you're not doing productive things or you're having negative or self-limiting thoughts and you have to start, you have to immediately replace those with thoughts that are productive or positive. So if you're telling yourself, I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail, you have to literally say, I'm not going to fail. I'm not going to fail. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. So, Except when you're at the Founders Club. Yeah, well... Because that's where you have your beers and tears. Yeah, that's
0: for afterward, when reality sets in. Okay. We're just trying to set the thought process well, I, in a productive I, way. You know, a couple of things I want to add to this is, you, you definitely don't want... So, as an entrepreneur, it is stressful, and you're going to have your ups and downs. There's no doubt about it, right? But the last thing you want is to have negative people around you that are further dragging you yeah. down and yeah. kicking you while you're down. Right. So be that friends, a family, or even more importantly, employees or co-founders. Yep. Right. I have literally learned to eliminate people like that
1: in my life at, at all costs, at all costs. Is that why you
0: don't have any family? No, <laughs> my family is <laughs> actually like actually pretty good about that. I'm just well, kidding. Some of them. I, I've eliminated some of my family. For and, that you know reason. What, and you know
1: what, sometimes that's what you got to do. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. Well, anyway, let's uh, thank Senue Montoya and check out his site, DroneQuote.net. It's a pretty cool company. They uh, they uh, come and do an aerial survey of your property and then get you linked up with several solar panel installation people. So, go green and uh, good luck with your startup. Next question came from Nate Tomasi here in Kansas City with Mycroft.ai, who, by the way, just closed a very healthy funding round that was oversubscribed Uh, we might need to see if we can get those guys in here but you know nate thank you for your support uh probably one of the more entertaining comments i've had from a listener he said i'm addicted to this podcast so if you need help i'm not sure where you can get it but we do appreciate the support so how do we how do we make this his favorite episode well, we we I think we might have just shouted them out here, but you know, thanks for that support and thanks for your activity in the startup hustle chat. Nate would like to hear some comments about purposeful culture building and more specifically, like what are some of the things that our teams or we think teams should live by and you know, like some of the unwritten boundaries that go with that. I think that when it comes to when it comes to you know building a team. And, you know, I, I've been around so many startups that have so much crap that seems like a reason to not work that I honestly wonder, like, how do you guys do anything? Like, like, oh, we've just installed a bowling alley and uh, nine foosball tables and six pinball machines. And, you know, and and I think that's great. and We want to have fun when we work. But I think that for me... I like to give people on my team a vested interest in our success. Like if there's no reason for you to feel great about us being successful other than the feeling of being successful and like hey we won, I think it limits some of the, you know, potential upside And, you know, some, I think different people are just wired different ways. Like some people might be more motivated by a foosball table
0: than they are by, you know, a hundred bucks, but I'm not one of them. Well, I think some of those little perks are some of the advantages of working at a startup, right? Like flexible time or having an Xbox or whatever it is. Um, But I think ultimately people want to know if they're winning or losing, right? Especially they took the risk to come join the startup. They want to know, are are we making progress? Are we winning? What are we doing? Why are we doing it? And I think as a young company, that's a message you have to keep reiterating over and over because even as a company, you're still trying to figure that out. Your employees don't understand it, right? Like, why are we doing this? What is the problem we're trying to solve? What do our customers think? Where are we winning? Talking about um, wins with your customers, and you have some, uh, being a cheerleader. You, yeah. you that, have, right, And you have some ways of celebrating
1: victories. I think it's important in these cultures to celebrate the victories, even if it's just like, you know, where you stop and you're like, woo, you know, we did this and we made it to here. We made it to there. And, you know, like, um, in my first business, you know, which was a, an event ticketing company, we sometimes have these big days that, you know, we just, sold everything under the sun, and I would literally hand out $100 bills. Nice. And, you know, nothing made my employees feel better about – because here's the thing, on those big days, it, it wasn't exactly fun. Like, it was mayhem. So what makes it feel a little better? Uh, here's a hundred dollar bill, <laughs> you know, and, and certain things like that. And every time we would hit specific volume or profit margins or something within a given amount of time, I would give out hundreds. I literally have an envelope of hundred dollar bills in my desk for that very purpose. Can I come work for you? No, I yeah, want to do come, you still have $100. I want to come work for you cuz I think one of the things that's awesome about StackFi is you guys do catered lunch. We do have catered lunches, we do. And I think that's really awesome it's and it's perk. not
0: it's not like bologna sandwiches or anything. It's like good food. Usually it's pretty good. Um, yeah. it's all it's all over the place. But the, the other thing that we do uh, we, we started this trend a while back. if we signed up a certain number of customers in a day, <laughs> I was uh, going to let you say we, it, not me. We would all get together and have a shot of fireball. So we have uh, a lot of empty bottles of fireball around here,. because yeah. what could go wrong? Uh, is there some way we can tie this into podcasting? Like we do a certain number of podcast episodes a week. We do no, a shot of fireball. No, you know, I don't drink a whole lot.
1: Or um, you'll give me a hundred dollar bill. The last time I drank <laughs> was when you gave me a bottle of gin for Christmas. And uh, yeah, it was thank, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, th- you know, but these are these little things that, you know, are kind of fun and, and they can be Moments that you kind of bond with the people that you work with. And especially if you're the owner or the founder, like, for example, I talked about handing out $100 bills. Well, part of the reason I did that too was the fact that everybody in the business clearly knew that that was a huge windfall, right? Day for me. So, you know, if we're going to make a giant stack of cash, isn't it probably fair to you know, dish a little bit out to the people that help stack that up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everybody likes to partake in the in the winning. Now, on the flip side of that as well, we did have a bonus pool every month, and if we made mistakes that cost money, it would subtract directly from that bonus pool. And like with the ticket stuff, you know, you can only sell a set of tickets to one person, or you know, sometimes they get mixed up, and you know, that was very rare. But when we had, uh, you know, loss. Instances, it would actually come straight out of the bonus pool, and sometimes it, you know we would even add to that if we had a, another great month. But that's more the, you know that that purposeful culture building is. I, I personally like to give people a reason to care about the success, other than just
0: feeling like a winner. Well, I think it's important to build those strong ties and, and bonds with your key employees for sure. And you know, in the past, we you know we've done special things for employees that were like Christmas gifts or. Um, like somebody was sick and we still paid them or whatever yeah. and those sort of bonds like make people like eternally grateful you yes. gotta, yeah um, and that's to work thing. for you right. and your company right? right and those moments as a culture i want you to want to participate in what we're doing i want you to get up in the morning and not be like Ugh. But I think some of the other things that are related to culture is just the culture of Working at a startup is very different, and we we actually I was in a management meeting today, and this this topic came up, and of um, you know some of the development team is nervous about making a new feature and just kind of throwing it out there. Yeah, right. Where if you're, I, mean, I think I don't even think it's necessarily startup related anymore. I mean, that's just part of software. Is you're constantly creating new things, you're throwing them out there. Uh, for testing, you get people to get feedback. But for some people, like that's a huge culture change. Like that to the to them, they see that as as risky or you know not doing things the right way or whatever. But you you, you got to have the right culture of people or well, because build the, that culture. Well, here's the thing: it. is
1: not nine happy customers won't say shit, and one pissed off one's going to say enough for all ten, right? And especially when you have people that work in in areas like that. Do customer support and stuff like that. No one, no one dials up support and says, you know what, I just really want to tell you I love your product and it's really amazing. Some of those people, that's all they get. And like even developers are like that
0: too. Like it's just like problem, problem, problem. Some are very cynical. I mean, so we we, you know, along the same lines, we're talking about this this big new feature we're planning, and which is gonna be like the heart and soul of of kind of what we're doing going forward. And immediately, you know, some of the developers start digging in of all the problems with it, and like, well, what about this? What about this? Like, they come up with a thousand reasons of why we shouldn't do it and why we're going to fail. And it's like, mm. quit this shit, right? Yeah, like, like that. but that's part of the culture of you got to you got to build into the people of like, no, we're we're going to try this. We're going to figure it out, and not getting pulled down by some of the 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 thinking that might have existed at other big corporations, right?
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, another thing too, and I think it's important to address this because, you know, one of the things that, that Nate had brought up was unwritten boundaries. And sometimes these things can actually backfire on you a little bit. And I've had that too. Like I've actually created, you know, I, I mentioned how having employees have a vested interest in our success. Well, what happens when the success isn't there? And, you know, I I have had some instances in the past where I had employees that were almost still expecting bonuses and stuff like that when we hadn't had a good quarter. Bonus means extra. There needs to be extra to hand around or there needs to be something that's not completely abysmal.
0: And so a lot of that comes back to communication. right? Clear lines of communication of managing expectations of what we're going to do, what we're not going to do, when we're going to do it. Just making sure everybody is up to speed on on those things, and and set, so so it's set, not
1: setting your goals and expectations like making clear cut. You can't just say, "Hey, if we have a good quarter, I'm going to hand out bonuses." And you know, another thing too is, you know, be careful. I, I don't. I hate making promises. Well, the people only, don't like uncertainty. The only thing I can promise you is that things will change. That's the only promise that I can make to you, and often will. I'm just. I'm still waiting for waiting to see you build wings. I'm, well, I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> on it. Yeah, it's things have, it, fortunately, we have the wings assembled and we have started an upward pattern in a few things. It was actually a pretty good week for GigaBooks. So I'm pretty excited about that. And by the way, thanks to the people that have listened to this show and signed up for it. It's, there, there have been a few, and I think that's cool. Um, if you do that, if you listen to the show and you sign up for GigaBooks, send me a message. I'll extend your free trial for a little bit. Um, make sure you st- check out Stackify too it sure will save you a lot of time and heartache as opposed to uh, tracking down problems by yourself well that's it Matt we had a couple questions yeah you ready for the best part
0: I get to lay on your couch and you're going to answer my questions that's now.
1: after the podcast but the best part is is I'm going to send both of these guys <laughs> a respect the hustle t-shirt and a couple free books
0: yeah absolutely yep. Th- these are uh, amazing shirts they're the softest shirt that I've ever
1: worn this is the second one that I've worn today. For some reason, the first one wasn't
0: working. I don't want to know why you had to switch shirts. It smelled today. like old laundry. I'm going to have to take that up with okay. my wife. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. I'm just going to leave that one Matt's alone. Matt's giving me a weird look. But, <laughs> I'm
1: going to leave that one alone. You know, that's why I got a whole box of these things. Anyway, you'll get a new shirt, not a used <laughs> one. <laughs> So, hey, thanks to Nate Tomasi at mycroft.ai and Sinue Montoya at dronequote.net. Looking forward to more questions, and we'll do this again for you another time. See you. Thanks, everybody.